Hi everyone, my name is Tia Gui and I am the district secretary for the, Key, for the New England and Bermuda District of Key Club. I hope everyone has had a great August and um, mostly everyone is probably back in school by now. And I hope that you're gonna have a great Key Club year with Key Club starting. And that's why this podcast, um, this episode is really important because it's gonna be about membership retention and recruitment. So um, yeah, it's going to be a really great year for Key Club. And I know that many of the COVID hiatus clubs might be getting back in. So it's really great um, to have like as many Key Clubs as possible. So um, today with me, I have um, Emily Chung, who's the district governor. Emily, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi, everyone. My name is Emily Chung. I'm from Portland, Maine, and I'm the current New England and Bermuda district governor. I am from Division 4, which used to be Division 6 before the realignment. And yeah, I just wanted to come onto the podcast to celebrate the awesome work that Tia is doing to promote certain key club topics for key clubbers who are interested in learning a bit more at, and also to celebrate the beginning of the key club year, which starts on October 1st. Thank you, Emily. So um, this episode, we're going to be talking about membership retention and recruitment. And I know that, you know, with COVID, it will be harder to recruit members because we haven't been in school and you couldn't really advertise your club, you know, put flyers around or you couldn't host any really events, like big events for your school, or at least most schools, depending on the circumstances. So it might have been a little bit harder um, to recruit members. And so I think that's going to be a little bit of a challenge this year, especially, you know, freshmen who haven't even you know, at least in my school, haven't even gone into school, really. So it's going to be hard to get that recruitment um, in. And then membership retention is also going to be a little bit more difficult because depending on the opportunities that you had available, members might not have been completely active. You know, you might, if you had an hours requirement before, you may not have had it last year and people kind of just maybe did like one or two things. And, you know, for the next year, which is this year, they might just kind of fall off that and, have a hard time getting back into it and not really want to join back as they might be kind of slammed with doing other things that they did pre-COVID and everything might hit them at the same time, you know, so that's going to be another challenge this year. And they're both recruitment and retention are just both really important because without the general members of our club, there is no club. So the general members are what make key club key club. Um, and, you know, obviously we have the officers are going to be dedicated to creating events, participating, but you're not going to have as it's going to be harder to do that without, you know, the rest of the people in the club, like the general members. So that's why it's so important. So this episode, it features District Governor Emily Chung, and she's going to be giving some tips and tricks on how your club can recruit and retain members for the upcoming year, because I know this is going to be a struggle. So just some quick reminders and updates. Make sure you submit your directory as soon as you elect new officers. So um, if you do, the sooner you do it, the sooner you'll be able to um, just get that out of the way and get that in. And it's really important because we want to get your club officers in contact information just in case, you know, they need additional resources or additional help. We can reach out to them with reminders, updates to make sure that they're staying on top of what they do. The sooner you fill it out, the better. So make sure you do that. And that's under the forms tab on the district website. If you have any questions about that, you can contact me. Um, Secretary report forms also, they're going to be available starting in September. And the first one is due on October 10th. And they're going to be due on the 10th of each month. So make sure you're submitting those 
um, but, uh, each month. And yeah, and this is also available under the forms tab on the district website. Also make sure you stay on the lookout for DCM dates for your Lieutenant Governor. These are divisional council meetings, just a way for them to update you about, you know, what the district's been doing, um, some updates about, you know, other key clubs in your district and you can kind of, our division and you can kind of talk to them, um, you know, and get that information. Lastly, just a quick reminder about YOF applications. They close on October 15th. Um, this is just a way for your club to get money to participate in fundraisers, I mean, I mean to uh, host fundraisers um, if you need a little bit of uh, like a grant. So if you need more information about that and you're, and you're interested in that, please contact the district treasurer, which is Amanda Thompson. So now we're gonna get into the topic, which is membership retention and recruitment. So I'm gonna be asking um, Emily some questions and she's just gonna be answering them. So can you just introduce yourself um, one more time? Maybe like share a fun fact about yourself or something. Yeah, so um, so my name is Emily and I was just elected uh, district governor. I think I'm saying that more often uh, than I should be like recently elected, just elected, but it's been like a few months. It's been like a solid like four or five months, but it still feels like I just got the position. Um, so a fun fact about myself is I just woke up from a nap. That's pretty fun for me. <laughs> so I feel kind of, I feel kind of groggy, but I'm excited to to do this. Yeah. And I think it's, it's awesome that we're trying to adapt to the new circumstances within the pandemic and trying to reach out to members in new ways. And I'm excited for this to take off. Yeah, definitely. So um, what does it, so going to the topic now, what does it mean to retain and recruit members? Like what is, what do those words like mean? Yeah, I mean, it basically just means to get new members and to kind of just expand your individual key clubs and our greater organization itself for recruiting. And then for retaining, it's just to keep the members that you have now, keep them engaged, keep them entertained, I guess. It's kind of a, it's a weird way to phrase it. It's like kind of like thinking about like younger kids, I guess, and trying to like keep them occupied, but not really in that circumstance. It's more of just like providing new ways for them to kind of understand why Key Club is an awesome organization that they should continue being a part of. Because we also have other things that might, might be obstacles for people like paying dues. So the more that we give service opportunities, the more that we give different reasons for why they should be like staying in the club and paying their dues and doing other things like that. That might be an obstacle for people who don't see those benefits. Yes, yes, that is um, exactly right. And, you know, why is this, why is membership retention and recruitment so important for key clubs, you know, especially now coming out of a COVID year? Why, why are these, why are these two aspects really important? I think that similar to most things with the pandemic, the pandemic kind of just, what is it? The pandemic kind of just exacerbated the issues already present. And I think it kind of just took how we have certain communication issues throughout the district, throughout just like not having certain connections with certain clubs. And then those just kind of like falling down even more so with the pandemic. And also it's just like when it comes to trying to recruit members, because of the pandemic, since a lot of clubs weren't able to meet, they weren't able to have elections, they weren't able to participate in district divisional events, it kind of just resulted in having less informed members. So the members who know about Key Club, who have had so much experience with Key Club, who have gone to different district events and are really passionate, a lot of them have graduated out now and they don't really have anyone in the club who's like really 
into it. Like I'm thinking about just my club itself. We have like maybe like 30, 40 something members. And then we only have like two people who went to the district convention in 2019. And the district convention is something that's, I think, very important for key clubs to be sending people to, because it's a great way to see how key club is beyond the walls of the school. And like my key club only has two people, including myself, who've been to DCON and can really talk about what key club is. And the majority of people see key club as like, you know, it's a cool volunteering club that's like just at our school, but most people don't know, see it as more than that. And I think that that's one of the main reasons and then the second reason, which is kind of just more obvious, is that we just don't have as many projects. And a lot of clubs just didn't have the ability to meet. Some clubs, even if even if they did have the ability to meet online, their administrations didn't want them to be doing like any meetings, which was really tough. And some it's like they just weren't able to pay dues because they wouldn't be able to like work around that, which makes total sense. So these just different obstacles that were put in place put in place in front of clubs just made it really tough for them to put their name out and put their face out into the community as being like these group of this group of people that is trying to impact and trying to like change what's happening in the community in a positive light and I think that it was just tough during the pandemic. Yeah same with you know my club I am the only one that's been to decon who's still in the school like the other people, because they were like really upperclassmen. I was only like freshman. I was a freshman at the time that went. So it's hard to get that like connection. So I definitely agree. Um, so how has COVID, you know, in the pandemic and all the effects of it kind of impacted the ability for key clubs across the district to retain members, but also recruit new ones? Like how has that impacted their ability to recruit and retain? Yeah, I, I think it's mainly uh, what I was talking about before, just like if you have less informed members, people who haven't experienced as much in Key Club, then they can't really get new members because they don't really know what Key Club is. And then the majority of the club is made up of people who don't actually know what Key Club is and then just feel less motivation to be a part of it because they just don't see any benefit. They don't know. They might not know about the grants that are available, the network of people that are available, the opportunities for leadership and other opportunities such as that. So it's just like difficult to want to keep being a part of this organization that you have to pay money to be a part of when you don't actually see the benefit. And I don't, I'm not like blaming clubs like, oh, like they're so silly. They don't know about great things. Key club. It's because we just like haven't had the opportunity or really the, been able to connect with them because of the pandemic. So I think that that's the main reason. And just like the, what, the point I was saying before about just not having opportunities for projects for service and then clubs just not seeing a reason to, or just new members or possible members wanting to join. They just don't see enough reason to, because there just isn't enough information at their fingertips. Yeah, totally. So can you just like take some time to talk about some strategies that clubs can use, you know, in their home key clubs to gain membership and retain the old members as well? Like kind of just list off a few things that clubs can do to get new members. Yeah, I'm just kind of right now, I'm just looking through some of like the resources generally that we have on our district website and some that like I've created myself over the past few years about what clubs can do. And just kind of from hearing from word of mouth from what other like club presidents or key clubbers have found to be helpful. Um, a big one is hosting, putting up like flyers around your school, which I think a lot of clubs do for different organizations within one school, but just like putting up flyers so people know like what 
um, generally what Key Club does, like just like one sentence to tell people like, we show you volunteering opportunities. That's basically like what people need to know at the face level and then telling them like where you meet, when you meet. And then I think another option is to hold presentations for the freshman class and for middle schoolers because it's a good way for people who are interested in going to those types of events, they're able to see what Key Club is about and we can get them early. And I think it's always good to get new members early so you can just lay down the foundation for like a stronger Key Club future. Because if you're getting eighth graders and freshmen to join Key Club when they're coming in in the fall, then you have people who are like interested in wanting to create bigger plans for the club in the future. One thing that my Key Club is probably, oh, I will save that for later. But um, another thing that to go back on, I guess what I was saying before about dues and how that can be sometimes a barrier for new members. I think if you were able to, for some key clubs, I know they're able to kind of eliminate or to minimize that barrier of dues by hosting like a fundraiser at the beginning of the year, if they host like a big sale fundraiser and they raise like $300 and then, oh, I have to do some quick math. So if like you have 50 members or something, or you have 10 new members and they pay for my club, they pay about like $12 in dues, then that's like $120, right? They have, you need $120 from those 10 members. But in this fundraiser, let's say you raise $120 and then those new members don't need to pay any dues. That could be something that you, you implement for your key club is all new members don't need to pay dues. We do a fundraiser to offset that cost. Or you could do something such as all the members have to pay, let's say only a $7 dues when the actual district cost for dues is I think like $10.50. And you minimize that cost by just like shaving off the top of everyone dues because let's say you don't have that big of a club and then you're able to do that. Or sometimes key clubs are able to just tell people like if you have financial restraint, like just like come talk to the president in private, come talk to the advisor in private and we'll help you out. I think looking at your audience and trying to figure out what is a possible reason, like putting yourself in their shoes, what's a possible reason that they wouldn't want to join our club? Because I mean, basically when, especially because I'm very biased and I only see like a lot of the benefits in key club, it's sometimes nice to put ourselves in the other shoes. Like why would people not be really interested in it? And then some other smaller options that, I, that I've thought about or heard from is having like putting them in the announcements at school, like sometimes in the intercom. I know that not all schools do that. I don't think my school even does this anymore, but I'm sure some schools might. It's like the morning announcements on the intercom where they're just saying like, good morning students. I remember in middle school, they would do like the Pledge of Allegiance. They'd talk about some things happening in the school. So I feel like you could probably just go in the announcement saying like, oh, Key Club Volunteering Club is meeting in room, blah, 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 at time, blah, blah, blah. And then maybe some people would be interested and show up. I don't know if you'd get like a ton, a ton of people because if it's like sort of those monotone in intercom announcements that not everyone's listening to, but I'm sure you could get a couple if you have, if you're coming from like a really big school. Um, other than that, to go more into retention, uh, I think it's just about keeping people interested, having a lot of different opportunities laid out for your key clubbers and supporting them into like getting those opportunities. Like if you have these members who've been in the club for a while and like they're volunteering, but I mean, they could volunteer on their own. They wouldn't necessarily need like the middle party that key club is to find volunteering opportunities. If they already find an organization that they like, they would just want to keep volunteering there. 
giving them more and more reasons of why specifically Key Club is not just like the average volunteer organization, just because like our network is so large, we're such an, a large organization that you have opportunities for leadership that you most likely do not have in other organizations that you can really climb up the ladder when it comes to having leadership opportunities within your home club, having leadership opportunities in on the divisional level as an LTG or on the district level as a chair or an executive board member and going even farther, going to the international board, international council, if that's something that your members might be interested in, like promoting that and telling them about these opportunities and then connecting them to people who could help them out more. Like if you found a member who's really interested in running for an executive board position, then maybe you could connect them to your local LTG and your LTG can maybe look over their speeches and talk to them about different stuff that's happening. Uh, other than that, I think it's hosting service events and understanding what your club wants and what your club needs. Understanding like if your key clubbers in your home club are not that interested in the service that you're doing or they're finding it kind of boring, like listening to them and trying to adapt to their wants and their desires. Like if they're really interested in like environment and they're interested in like the Thirst Project, then doing more service and fundraising towards those types of causes and not maybe moving away from the cause that you're already doing. Not that one cause is necessarily more important than, than another cause, but having motivated members and people who are really interested in specific causes will lead to people, will lead to just better work and lead to probably just more successful projects. And then the last one, the last tip that I wanted to give was about recognizing, recognizing members and showing people that they're doing good work. I think it's always nice. Everyone enjoys like a good pat on the back on occasion. So I feel like it's just a good idea for club presidents and officers to just acknowledge good things that are happening in the club, acknowledging um, like during a club meeting, if you were to just like have a certain point in the club meeting, maybe once a month where you just congratulating people for good work they're doing, like congratulating Timmy for like his 50th week in a row volunteering at like the local soup kitchen and just like giving a second for people to see like the great work that they've been doing. Not necessarily because these people are, they're volunteering for the sake of like a pat on the back, but it's just, just nice to acknowledge that people are doing good things. And maybe it's just like also promoting new opportunities for other members of like different things that certain members are doing and just sharing that with the group. And that's basically some of the tips that I have for gaining and recruiting and retaining members. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm sure that was, you know, that would definitely was really insightful to me. I'm sure other people found it interesting as well. And you could definitely take those, um, ideas back to your club and kind of shape them into something that your school would be able to execute. So, you know, every school is a little different in their, where they are. So kind of in case clubs have to be virtual, what are some virtual options that key clubs can do to recruit members? Mm -hmm. Some virtual options I think people can do to recruit members is probably just like, if you were to do like an online Zoom presentation, that's definitely an option. And to just like invite freshmen and and eighth graders about to talk about what Key Club is. Obviously, this is definitely not an ideal option, but sometimes, I mean, we're just in the pen. This pandemic is still going on and it's definitely looking different in different places in New England throughout and Bermuda for our Key Club district. So it can't be the same for everyone. And I think that, you know, if you take the time to really think about how you want the presentation to go, like 
when you're making it, thinking about why you genuinely like Key Club and why you're staying within Key Club and bringing up those points and trying to stay engaged, like maybe talking to the people in the room, giving a second for them to talk about like, why are they even in the room? Why are they even interested in Key Club at all? Like, did they do any service in middle school that they are interested in continuing? Seeing if that could like mold into something else that could relate to whatever this Key Club thing is just trying to keep it engaging. And that can be tough, but it, it takes time and it's definitely worth it if you're able to do that. Just because people are in so many Zooms, have seen so many online presentations that if you really want their attention, you need to take the time and figuring out like what's going to engage them. And the second thing that I think is really big is just utilizing social media and trying to like post things on your, your Key Club's Instagram page to talk about like when your club is meeting, what servicings are happening, who's on the leadership board, and what opportunities are beyond the club that you can talk about. Uh, one option that I feel is kind of iffy that I actually don't know is very good, but just like, just reaching out to people, like maybe just like sending things. Uh, I'm trying to think about the best way I could say this without sounding weird, but it's like within your leadership board of key club officers and chairs, maybe you could just have like a flyer that talks about key club and then telling them like, oh, send it to like five people send to like five people and get that sent around because it's like I was just I actually just thought about that because I was originally going to say to like DM people random people but that doesn't sound like a good idea I like it probably better of just like having it be like Tia's looking at me very uh, suspiciously right now but it's like have you seen that thing where it's like once you do a program you have like a tic-tac-toe board on like Instagram and you're like oh if you like it's like it's imagine like a tic-tac-toe board and then it says like oh the what is it like slash off what things you did this summer like oh I had a s'more I went to the lake I read a book and then you and then you take it off and then you send it to and then you like tag three people and they have to do it it could be that yeah. could be like a simple thing that you do for your yeah. key club like have all the officers send it to five people and then have them keep sending it to people just to like so so they're hearing about key club from someone that they like know and then yeah that's basically how I think you can do it virtually yeah, great. Th those are great ideas. And even if your club is not going virtual, you could still use these ideas because I'm sure people will be on their phones and social media and all that stuff. So um, almost done. So how is your home key club going to be recruiting new members? So my home key club, for some background information, I'm from Deering High School in Portland, Maine. We have sort of, I don't actually remember how many members we have. I want to say it's somewhere between 20 and 40 members, something like that. It's a somewhat small key club. Uh, we are, our main thing is probably going to be putting up promotional materials around the school, which we've done for the past few years. And we're also going to be running a table, I think, at the activity fair, which is something that our school hasn't actually done before, which is like, if, if your school hasn't had, I'm assuming most schools have it. It's like, you probably meet up at the gym or something. And then there are a bunch of different tables. And then everyone at a table is trying to tell you to join their club sport, like music group. And then they're like giving you some goodies maybe. And then there's like a paper to like put your name down if you're interested so they can contact you after. I think we're probably going to do that. And then I, I don't actually know if I'm going to be at the table because I already agreed to be at other things, but we have officers who could be there. Um, other than that, some of the main ways that I want to try to help recruit members is kind of just talk about my experience because I've been in Key Club for so long and Key Club has 
been such a big part of my life to just talk about like what it's meant to me, what I've seen on the board, what I've like felt from the board, like the relationships and like the friendships that we've all been building together. And I would love to just share that with people who've never heard anything about Key Club is and they don't know what it is and maybe they want to hear some more. And that's basically what I want to do. Yeah, I mean, that's the best way is like word of mouth, you know, talking about it and kind of giving people an idea of like how it actually, you know, feels to be in Key Club and especially at a high position. So where if if Key Clubbers were interested, you know, in learning more about besides this podcast about membership and uh, recruitment and retention, where can they find more resources about this topic? I think that one place almost every key clubber should have bookmarked to their like web browser is newenglandkeyclub.org because I've had a bookmark for a very long time. And it's just very handy, especially if you're an officer, just like all over the website, you have different information about our district board, history of key club, and then information about our elections, about decon, and then you have forms that for all the things like your secretary reports, your club directories and contests, scholarships, dues, and then also when you go on newenglandkeyclub.org, there's one tab that you can click on for resources. And we just have a lot, a lot of resources available for people talking about different flyers for different positions and different service projects. And there's also some like booklets with different resources that you can look through. And that's the main way. Okay, uh, thank you so much. Do you have anything else kind of to, to say before this topic is over? No, just thanks for inviting me, Tia. And this was a lot of fun. I feel like for Key Club, sometimes I always think I need to like write a long script, but I've just been in here for so long that I feel like I could just talk hours and hours about Key Club. It definitely gets boring for some people, but it just feels normal for me. Yeah, no, it, it is interesting. I, I was fully engaged. I think that the people listening also find this podcast very helpful, useful, and I'll definitely share it with anyone. Um, who is listening right now make sure you share it with the rest of your club or other officers so thank you so much for listening and you can follow um, at ned key club on instagram and of course you can follow nebd secretary on instagram if you want to see updates from me um, and stay tuned for updates from your lieutenant governor your officers you know especially as the key club you're starting you're going to start getting more emails updates reminders all of that so if you have any questions, please feel free to email me at nebdsecretarytia at gmail.com if you have any um, questions or concerns. So join me next time to learn all about your club directory, how you can submit it, and then secretary reports. And that will be starting up again this school year. So make sure to stay tuned for that. All right. Thank you for listening.